welcome to the Milk Bottle e-commerce show, brought to you by Milk Bottle Labs, Ireland's top-rated and officially accredited Shopify and Klaviyo e-commerce experts. Founder Keith Matthews interviews e-commerce professionals, app developers and entrepreneurs to share as much digital knowledge and e-commerce tips and tricks as possible. This podcast is kindly supported by our go-to e-commerce tools. Rewind.io, the leading backup solution for Shopify, BigCommerce, Trello and more. Let's just say it's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever get for your Shopify store and all your valuable data. Simply go to rewind.io forward slash milk bottle to get your first month for free our go-to shopify application to supercharge in-store pickup and local delivery on your shopify store is zapiet it's fully customizable and scalable from one location to thousands backed by outstanding customer support it's no wonder zapiet is trusted by over 10,000 plus stores across 150 countries now over to your host keith matthews Hey folks, welcome back. In this episode, I am delighted to welcome Thomas Gleeson. Thomas is the founder of Store Hero, a profit-first e-commerce analytics tool for your Shopify store. It helps busy store owners make data-led business decisions rather than emotional decisions. And Thomas is based in Galway on the west coast of Ireland. Thomas, welcome. Thanks for having me, Keith. Good man. Good to, thanks for making the journey up. <laughs> Not at all. Thomas, we spoke uh, downstairs, as we, I usually do, I have a coffee. And uh, we had a coffee and you were talking about your family business, which we'll get into, and you're also your career with Shopify. Um, before we go there, which is, I, I personally think is absolutely fascinating <laughs> that you could, you could you manage to mesh everything together into, into a single piece of software. What exactly does Store Hero do? So Store Hero is a profit-first e-commerce analytics platform. We centralize business owners' marketing, finance, and e-commerce data in one place, enabling them to make better data-driven decisions instead of maybe relying on gut instinct. Okay, so so I'm a I'm a busy Shopify store owner, and I've got data coming in from Google Analytics. I've got data coming in from AdWords, all of these different areas, mm. and you're pulling all of that data into a centralized dashboard. But but importantly, you're measuring the profit, isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's really it's difficult today to really there's so much scattered data with your e-commerce store. It's it's really it's hard to know where you're actually making or losing money. I mean, you're, you're taking you're taking data from Facebook, from Google, from Klaviyo, Google Analytics. I mean, then you've Shopify to deal with as well. Transaction fees. There's bills coming out people's ears today, and it's it's really difficult to actually ascertain where you're making money, where you're losing money, and how to how to proceed accordingly. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Now. You're ex-Shopify. Yeah. <laughs> and you also told me that you came from, uh, the way you described it was, you meant, you said that abandoned carts were regularly discussed <laughs> at the kitchen table. I have never heard anybody say that. <laughs> so give us give us the history there. Your, yeah. your family had a, and has a successful e-commerce business. Yeah. Uh, my mom has had a personalized gifts business called WowWeed.ie based in Ennis and County Clare since, I'd say, 2004 four or five. I should really know that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we grew up in a house, maybe instead of hoovering the hall, we were doing SEO on her website and unloading shipping containers. And yeah, we quickly understood the the pains of broken checkouts um, from the, the merchant side, I suppose, as opposed from the, the customer side. So probably a unique insight from that and uh, that side of things. I did spend three and a half years actually at Shopify, as you just mentioned there. So um, I probably started in August of 2019, initially in core support then I went into Shopify Plus support. Um, from there, I went into a merchant success manager role. So essentially, almost a consultant for brands in the maybe 5 to 25 plus space, 
Um, really exciting role, really interesting role. You got to see the real, the, the inside of brands of all shapes, sizes, geographies, speaking with founders here and there. I mean, it, it, it all looks good sometimes from the marketing side of things, but you really hear about the pains, the troubles, where they're, where they're not sure on how to make the right decisions around their, their marketing spend, around their costs, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was an incredible experience. So to explain to the listeners, an MSM is a merchant success manager who is appointed to high-value Shopify Plus clients. Is that right? Correct, yes. Yeah. So you'd be advising them on the Shopify roadmap, on strategic business decisions, and generally just what Shopify is doing now that could help them in a couple of months' time, and often listening to their pain points and realizing, okay, do I need to feed this feedback back to the product team within Shopify to, I suppose, enable them, Shopify as a whole, to improve the product? Yeah. And um, you mentioned just, you spoke to founders. I, I often wonder sometimes who has the, obviously we have relationships with Shopify Plus customers. So we have a, a certain relationship, mm. but I often wonder who had the relationship with the MSMs. You mentioned founders. Yeah. So you would have got to talk to people that were the business owners as opposed to staff within the businesses. Is that right? Correct, yeah. Now, it depended massively on the business, the size of the business, the complexity, the size of the team, what they were interested in speaking to you about. But yeah, I mean, often the main point of contact usually was the e-commerce manager. But yeah, I mean, some of the brands I was working with up in the 50, 60 million plus space, you, you did get to speak to the founders. And yeah, it was really interesting conversations you'd hear about how they're how they're looking to make their decisions, what they're planning, um, really motivational stuff. So here's a question for you. Did yeah. you notice a difference in the three years? Like what I would notice with e-commerce is it's becoming more complex every single year. Would you have noticed that from the day you went in, maybe until the, the day you left, that it was actually becoming more complex? Definitely, particularly on the probably the margin, the profitability side of things. Initially, when we were starting off, I mean, anyone who's in e-commerce a while now understands that the cost of advertising have skyrocketed. So that's probably the biggest differentiator I've seen from when I started to when I left that, 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 that ability to maybe not have your unit economics and your profitability dialed into the last, um, brands that know, brands that know their numbers are ultimately going to do much better than the brands that don't. And you need to have a firm handle on your unit economics and your costs and ultimately your profitability to succeed today. But as an MSN, was that your role or was your role to be an expert in the Shopify platform? It was to be an expert in the Shopify platform and it was definitely an area that we would be speaking to them about. But obviously with the nature of e-commerce, paid marketing is a strong component of that. So we would often dive deep into the marketing strategy. So for someone like you, you told me that you were studying at night. Yeah. Okay. If you're a sponge, that means there's a massive opportunity there to learn across different verticals and obviously geographies as well, because you're, well, your biggest clients, they were, they were all over the world. Mm, correct. Yeah. Um, just on the student piece there. Yeah. I mean, I, I took on a business degree around the same week I actually started in core support in Shopify. Um, so I completed that for, throughout the three years at Shopify. Um, just on the topic of being a sponge, I suppose, from, I suppose, my background at home with our e-commerce business with Huawei um, and through a number of different e-commerce stores I would have had myself over the years, that was definitely the lens I was going into Shopify for. Okay, great. It was a job and it was, um, it was a, it was a job to pay the bills essentially. But yeah, I mean, you, you got to see the good, the bad and the ugly of so many different industries, what people were doing right and what people were doing wrong. And yeah, you learned so much from that experience as a whole. Yeah. That's that's wonderful experience. Let's go back to Store Hero. When did you start it? Yeah, so I suppose it, it it goes back a long time and a short time. And what I mean by that is, 
a long time. So what I was doing for my parents every week was actually trying to collate all of the the marketing, the e-commerce and the operational expense data every week to try and give them a better picture as to what was going on in the business. Um, so I was collating all of the Shopify data, the, the marketing data from Facebook ads, from Google ads, from Klaviyo, Google Analytics data, and then trying to f- fuse in labor spend, rent spend, all that kind of good stuff. Um, it was painfully manual, to be honest, Keith. On a Monday evening, it would take me nearly two hours to fill out all of the data. I was doing it painfully manually. Yeah. And then also trying to deduce insights as of to, okay, based on what happened last week, this is where you're underspending, this is where you're overspending. So you, you were trying to create a single source of truth for profitability. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Very clever. Yeah. I suppose the next problem we ran into in my house was um, my dad is the accountant. Right. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Um, <laughs> um, but I would often be going to him with metrics like ROAS. Okay. Um, over the last number of years, ROAS was much stronger than it is today. So you could have been generating a 12 to 15x ROAS and I would often be going to them and saying, okay, we need to increase our marketing spend here because we're generating this ROAS. He would often counter that and say, well, ROAS doesn't mean anything to me because you're not fusing in the cost of goods or any operational expenses or that kind of thing. I probably initially thought he was a bit of a dinosaur, if I'm being honest with you, that he didn't just get it. Yeah. But the more I dug into it and tried to understand his point of view, I probably realized he was spot on yeah. and that ROAS isn't really, it's not, a, it's not a guiding metric that most businesses should use without having that margins and profitability unit economics kind of piece paired against it. So yeah. I think he was right. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose he is and he isn't. But if you think about it, I mean, he, an accountant is operating by accounting standards mm. and ROAS just is not a term the accounting community would use. Mm. Very interesting, though, that the way DTC brands measure their ongoing success is very different to how an accountant views the business. Oh, massively so. So was there a was there an education in both directions? You began to understand how an accountant thought, but did he or has he come around to your kind of, I'm assuming he has, to your kind of way of thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he has. Um, yeah, it was difficult at the start because, like I said, the ROAS side of things was just not something he was familiar with. But the more I dug into it and from my conversations with merchants at Shopify, most merchants were relying on their accountant or the finance person to give them that financial steer on what they should and shouldn't do. Um, but more often than not, that finance person isn't really schooled on the, I suppose, the unique nature of e-commerce and particularly its, its reliance on paid marketing. Um, so what it forced me to do was actually dig in and understand what the contribution margins were, what the break-even points ROAS were, that kind of thing. I mean, a number of years ago, as we've kind of just touched on there, the ROAS was much stronger. So you could have been generating a 12 to 15x ROAS. That could be down to most businesses, even generously at a four or five today. Now, from an accountant's perspective, the bang for your buck you're getting is 66% down if you're gone from 15 to five. And your initial reaction might be to pull that. But unless you understand the break-even point ROAS there, you could be still underspending massively and pulling that marketing spend could be a death knell for your business. Yeah, it could be detrimental. And when you talk about ROAS, are you talking about the primary costs? Are you talking about Instagram marketing and Google AdWords or is there... Correct, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're pulling all of the data into one centralized dashboard Mm -hmm. and is it pulling the cost of the products from Shopify? Explain the mechanics of the the logic behind the software. Yeah, great. Um, Yeah, so what what it does is it pulls in your product cost directly from Shopify. We are platform agnostic, so it does pull from your WooCommerce or your Magento as well. Um, It pulls in your product cost, but then we also enable you to put in a handling fee along with the product cost. So what do I mean by that? 
at home in our business, there could be a gift box that goes with it. There could be some nice ancillary products that might go into, say, for instance, a personalized Christmas stocking to get that product out the door that aren't necessarily the actual cost of the product. And then other businesses might have a 3PL fee or other certain costs that might go with getting that product out the door. So if the product cost is a five euro and you have a two euro ancillary cost associated with it, you can't account for that anywhere in Shopify. So in store here, you can. And what we're doing to calculate those break-even point ROAS is, is actually calculating your product cost, your handling fee, and your transaction fee to give you a full unit cost to give you your contribution margin. And then based on those numbers, give you, okay, here's your break-even point ROAS. Um, so your, your, your experience in the house and the, the accounting experience from your dad is, has clearly defined the product here. Definitely, yeah. Because yeah, you, you just sounded like an accountant there as you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely wouldn't agree. <laughs> yeah. So I ask this question to every software owner that comes in here. Mm-hmm. What you've just described there is a complex setup. Mm-hmm. And in the world we live in today, everybody expects everything to be plug and play. Yeah. So to board a customer into Store Hero, is there a lot of homework to do? Do you guys concierge people in with a white glove? If I'm a Shopify merchant and I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm going, geez, that's, that's very interesting. Like that's a piece of software that will actually help me make more money mm. and manage my spend better. So what's the boarding process? Yeah, we've built a really smooth and easy onboarding process. You would essentially be onboarded within 10 minutes. Um, it would take, depending on the size of your store, between 12 to 72 hours to load all the data, depending on how busy or how many orders you've had through your store. Um, what you do from there is, I suppose we've broken the platform into three core functions or three core pillars being unified reporting. So we do pull, obviously, the, the data from your Shopify store, your Google Analytics, your Search Console, your Facebook ads, Google ads, TikTok ads, Klaviyo. Um, we have really exciting integrations coming with Zero and QuickBooks as well. But for the time being, we do enable you to input your cost structure. So not just pulling all of that data in, but actually input your your labor costs, your rent spend, uh, your SaaS subscriptions, any other, any other costs that go at running the business, I suppose. Um, secondly, we have the insights and recommendations piece. Um, so we're not just pulling, we're not just going to present to the business owner a screen of numbers. Um, it can be difficult to actually ascertain what they mean and uh, the real implications and what that actually means for the business, I suppose. So what Store Hero will do is deduce any insights and recommendations. So when you pop into the Facebook ad section or the Google ad section, it won't just show you that your, your ROAS, for instance, was seven this week. It'll show you that it was seven this week. And compared to last week, that's up 10%, it's down 10%. And when you click in there, you'll get your insight as of to the, the differentiation and the metric, the definition to what the metric means, and actually some recommendations on what you could further do to improve that metric as well. Okay, so the easiest question to ask you or the challenge is then, is that not already in Google AdWords? Not re- not to the extent we put it in there. And I suppose we are looking to unify that framework across the platform as well. So it won't just be in Google. We have it for Google, Facebook. We're about to put it in for Klaviyo and Google Analytics as well. And we're going to hopefully roll that out across the, the P&L sheets and that kind of thing as we go through as well. Okay, just hold the thought there, Thomas, and we'll just listen to our sponsors. Rewind.io is the leading data backup solution for your Shopify store. Did you know that there is no way of recovering lost data in Shopify? If your store is gaining traction, you may have multiple staff or third-party developers entering your store. Mistakes can happen and data can be easily deleted. Rewind.io puts you in control of your data, allowing you to restore anything accidentally lost from a single image to an entire store. It acts as a pretty cheap insurance policy for your Shopify account. At Milkbottle, we help clients reduce their business risk by installing Rewind in every single store before we make any changes. Get your first month for free by simply replying to your sign-up email.
Okay, so to call it a dashboard tool, although you're calling it a unified dashboard tool, that's not really giving a credit. Sure it's not? No, 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 I don't think so. Um, ultimately, yeah, we are pulling in all of that data that I just kind of touched on there, but we, we have broken it into the, 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 the three key pillars being the unified reporting, the insights and recommendations piece, and I suppose finally to touch on is the, ultimately the, the nuts and bolts of it, is the profitability okay. and why that matters in the context of the, the dashboard. So, as I've mentioned, you can input your, your handling fees, your transaction fees, any other OPEX that go at running the business. We have some nice figures in there, um, particularly around labor rates and that kind of thing. Um, just for some backstory, again, I suppose I worked at McDonald's as a teenager. Um, every hour on the board, they had the sales up and the amount spent on labor. If that labor percentage was too high, we got sent home. So naturally on a Saturday night, you were always hoping the labor rate was yeah. too high. That's that's something we've built into Store Hero as well. So just, just go back to McDonald's. So, yeah. <laughs> so so in real time they were measuring basically their sales. Yeah. On a board. Yeah. And they they had the authority to send you home. You were, you were never guaranteed your shift. Maybe maybe that wasn't explicitly advertised, yeah. but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose they offered if anybody wanted to go home, you could go home. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um and it, it's probably I started implementing this for Wowee a number of years ago, and it was really useful because you got to, like, I suppose through the lens of profitability and ultimately we're building this, the platform on profitability, dependable growth, particularly through the lens of margins is not going to just be in your ads managers anymore. It's looking at the business as a whole and your labor rates are a massive contributor to that as well. So for instance, if you look at Black Friday, typically that's going to be your, your leanest week of the year and where your, your labor rate as a percentage of your overall sales is the lowest. But then it's interesting to contrast that with January and maybe see just how over or understaffed you are you start getting a sense for then where your your most optimum lean position is, what your average for the year is, and you can start making better decisions. Okay, if we're if we're at our average rate in March, but we're actually up in sales thirty uh, percent year to date, we know our seasonality kicks in October, November, December. Based on the run rates we have, if we were to maintain this growth, we need to hire an extra three people for fulfillment. It also enables you to make better decisions because we've broken it down by function. So not just your labor as a whole, but your labor by fulfillment, by marketing, by management. So you might start making better decisions around, okay, and we have KPI benchmarking built into the platform as well. So you eventually well, you'll be able to... Hold on now, just go back to this. This is really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you can give a business owner the ability to measure all of their inputs. Mm-hmm. Fuel. Yeah, everything. Other ancillary costs. Yeah. I've never heard of anybody being able to do that. So if you're running a, a, a seven-figure business, but you might be still fulfilling, the delivery guy might be coming to the house once a, day, once a week to pick up or once a day to pick up. Yeah. You're basically giving, well, people would, some people would call that a small business. I would call that a, a really nice <laughs> business, seven-figure fi- seven business. Absolutely. But you're giving people the ability to basically analyze it as if it's a much larger enterprise. Oh, correct. Absolutely. From my time at Shopify, I saw a lot of the larger companies had this capability through an ERP system. Yes. But anyone who knows anything about an ERP system knows, number one, they can cost you an arm and a leg to get implemented. And B, number two, sorry, they take a hell of a lot to actually maintain and keep up to date. And I've I've yet to meet an e-commerce store owner who's actually happy with their ERP implementation. So we're trying to level the playing field, I suppose, and give business owners who maybe not not at that ERP level to still get those data and insights to drive the sustainable business growth. That's very, very impressive. Next question, another obvious question. You've built your dashboard, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is there any functionality where I can get that email to me on a Friday morning and in a, in a readable format. Is that facility available? Yeah, actually, re- really good question. So 
I actually think you could get great value from the platform without really ever even logging into it. Right. So we, we have pinned metrics on an, an email. So you can set the email cadence to come daily, weekly, or monthly, and you can have the, the metrics that mean the most to you. As a business owner, you mightn't care as much about the cost per click, but maybe the labor rate is incredibly important to you and vice versa with the marketing manager. Maybe the cost per click is the dominant or the ROAS is the dominant metrics you want to see. So you can tailor the pin metrics and get those on an email, as I said, daily, weekly, monthly. And aside from that, we do have a mobile app as well where you can log in and have this data at your uh, fingertips all the I was, time. I was afraid to ask you that in case you didn't have it. <laughs> but but uh, you've it all covered. Well done. It sounds like a really, really great product. Is this the kind of thing then that's, that people should be logging into you know, on a daily basis? Like how live is the data? If I log in on a Friday morning, can you confidently say that I can go back a full week? It's obviously updating in real time, but realistically in your experience using it, is it real time? Yeah, absolutely. It updates within 15 minutes. Okay. The, the Shopify data syncs within 15 minutes. All of the matching marketing metrics are completely real time. Okay. Um, we see success for us, I suppose, if e-commerce store owners and they're starting to, from our pilot group of users, they're logging into Store Hero above Shopify in the morning to really get a sense of how the business is doing. Ultimately, your, your sales are not your profits, but yeah. the profits are really what matter most. Yeah. Your Shopify sales say one thing, your Google ad spend and your Facebook ad spend another th- say another thing. But ultimately, your bank account is what matters. And that a lot of the time, that says something completely different. So, yeah, um, yeah absolutely. But as, as you said from the outset, you're helping people make data-driven decisions. Mm. You know, so a lot of people look at the invoice, you know, to AdWords and it could be large, mm. but in actual fact the return could be really, really high. Mm. So you're analyzing it correctly. Um, one of the things that Clavio does really well is benchmarking. Yeah. So is that something you have? Is that a feature you have inside it or is that something you have planned for the future? Yeah, no, we have KPI benchmarking in there at the moment. At the moment, it's pulled from the most reputable information we found online purely because we don't have enough uh, users on the platform just yet to give an accurate representation of right. really detailed KPI benchmarking. Yeah. In my time at Shopify, particularly as an MSM, what I was able to do was give some of the higher stores a really detailed KPI benchmarking report mainly under Shopify analytics. So for instance, a store doing 20 million a year, compare them with other stores in the apparel industry, um, monitor their their paid number, number of visits to the store, number of product page views, number of product page views with no car- add to cart rates, that kind of thing. But where I think Store Hero can do wonders here is once we have all of this data in one place, particularly around, okay, your Shopify analytics, but also around your ROAS. So a store doing a million a year in the apparel apparel industry, how is my ROAS versus other stores? How is my cost per click? But also then what does my labor rates look like? What does my fulfillment capabilities look like? And again, through the lens of profitability, you might log in and say, okay, as an apparel brand doing a million a year, my labor rates, particularly in the line of fulfillment, are way out of whack with my competitors. Yeah. And by that by that metric, I should probably look at maybe looking at a 3PL or if my marketing spend is out of whack, A, you might understand that your marketing resource in-house maybe isn't up to it or B, that it's costing you too much. Maybe you should outsource to an agency. Yeah, your your description is very pointed you know, in terms of you're focused on profitability. Absolutely. Focused on efficiency. Mm. Now, is there a feature within the tool to maybe coach the user as to what to do next? So in other words, if if, if someone says, if they see on the dashboard that ROAS has gone down by 20%, well, 
Can you make a suggestion to them as to what they should do to fix that? Yeah, absolutely. So we have an insights and recommendations feature built into Store Hero. So what it'll enable you to do is actually crunch the numbers every day. Store Hero will do this for you and actually give you an insight. Okay, your ROAS is not just seven or six or whatever it is this week, but it's six and it's gone up or down by 10 or 20% or whatever that is. So you get the insight, you get the definition as to what the metric actually is. But then we'll also give you five to six recommendations on what you could potentially do to improve that metric even further. I think giving a a business owner a wall of numbers is often overwhelming and we don't want them to be overwhelmed by the platform. We ultimately want them to log into the platform and get those recommendations to just almost make it a tick list for the day. These are the problems. Here's how I can solve them. Let's go. So Thomas, what has the reaction been? What you've described for me, you know, as an e-commerce store owner is a very, very, very powerful tool. And as you said, you know, uh, Shopify store owners, they log into Shopify. They also log into Clavio. They also log into a couple of other dashboards. And this seems to me as something that they would log into. What's the feedback? Really, really positive. Um, we started with a probably a pilot group of users in November. Um, they've translated. We have about 20 paying customers right now and about another 15 on trials. Um, the feedback has been amazing, to be honest with you. We're saving business owners, I reckon, about 10 hours per week. Um, and on top of the saving of 10 hours, particularly with the insights and recommendations piece, they're able to make better decisions on their ad spend that is actually paying for the shop, the store here a subscription before before anything else, I suppose, as well. So it's paying for itself. It's paying for itself. At, at a minimum. At a minimum, yeah. 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 The, you, you raise a very interesting point because... Um, uh, when we work with clients, obviously a lot of clients want to sell more. Mm. One of the things they don't think of is in actual fact, saving money yeah. in operations, saving yeah. money in terms of costs. Yeah. And that's something that obviously automation can help. Yeah. And you've, you know, I think Absolutely. you're, I think you're nailing it, you know, with your product. Particularly on the, um, we've, we've developed an order level PNL. Every, so every day you can log in and see, okay, these are the top five margin making orders. And here are the top, the lowest five margin making orders. So, Typically, a high margin order is going to be direct. They didn't come through an ad and they purchased an order with high margin. And that's really important. We want to enable business owners to make better decisions around what's working to do more of it. But to be honest with you, I actually think the the opposite is more important, understanding what's not working. So you could be driving, you could be driving traffic to a campaign that is driving orders and that looks great. Your sales are going up. But with Store Hero, you can see that the order level P&L and you might actually realize, okay, after we take into account the affiliate fee, the transaction fees, the COGS, the ad cost, the Welcome 10 discount and the free shipping threshold, you could be driving traffic to a product that is actually losing you money uh, when you when you really get down to the nuts and bolts of it. Well, the, the, that's where emotion comes in because we work with a lot of retailers mm. that pride themselves in picking the right product. But a lot of the time, just because it's, it looks nice in the store and because everybody else is selling it, that's not necessarily the, the best business decision to stock that particular product. That's very powerful information that you're sharing. Mm, I you think know? so. Um, yeah, and even just going back, I suppose, to the the accounting piece, like the, the, the business owners are relying on their accountant for that financial steer on what to do or what not to do. But often the the accountant is tied up doing the compliance side of the business and they don't have time to really delve in and actually understand how your marketing metrics really impact your bottom line. So with Store Hero, the accountant can log in and very get a very quick overview as to what's working and what's not working. Obviously, the business owner can do that, but the, the finance person is going to look at it with a purely financial lens and just help the business owner out a hell of a lot more. Now, 
In terms of the future, you mentioned integrations possibly with the likes of Zero. Yeah. So you would expect or you would plan to have this tool feeding back into Zero. Is that the idea? Correct. Yeah. So we've built it in a, in a way that business owners who aren't using Zero and QuickBooks can still use the platform. But the integrations with Zero and QuickBooks are probably only a month away, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, so once they're in, it will just remove any need for human error or having to input those yeah. costs yourself and just, yeah. again, give you that optimum single source of truths so that you, you just have a really good overview as of to what's going on in your store. Look, it's fantastic. Well done. Delighted to, to have you on and delighted to chat to you. Um, the best of luck with it. Thank you very much. Uh, it sounds like a, a service that will just, you'll always be improving. Won't you? Yeah, absolutely. always adding integrations. So you've you've you probably have big plans. Yeah, we've we've a lot coming this year. Probably won't say too much about it in the the lens of AI. Yeah. Um, our, our domain name is Storyhero.ai. Um, I think that the 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 pace of innovation in the AI space at the moment is frightening or amazing, whichever way you look yeah. at it. So, uh, we have some really cool stuff coming in that department that will again, just drill down and help business owners discover that margin innovation, I suppose, is what we're kind of terming it as. Margin innovation. Very clever. Very clever. Well, look, thank you very, very much for your time. And uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks very much, Keith. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. All of our episodes are available on Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcasts. A special note of appreciation goes to our sponsors, Rewind.io, the leading backup solution for Shopify store owners. Get your first month of Rewind for free by simply responding to any welcome email once you sign up for your free trial on Rewind.io. If you're a Shopify user with an exciting story to tell, reach out to the team on podcast at milkbottlelabs.com. Until the next time, take care.